Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings to all you that are out there on the Voice of Healing Radio around the nations. You know, uh, as we've been here at the reawakening in Dallas, Texas, just running across so many people that are, you know, just doing an incredible job opening people's eyes, ears to what's going on in our nation. And incredibly, there's those that, that I would call special because I know pastors that are leaving their churches to get into the government. I know people that are, you know, leaving their comfort zone to get out because they know something has to be done within their communities. And literally, I'm talking with Joey Gilbert and brother just talking to you a little bit, the boxing career and everything that you were doing. And here you are running for the governor of Nevada. I mean, I'm glad you're doing it. I like you already. You got my (laughs) vote and and we're going to do everything that we can and, and we can do a lot. To, to, to help you get that office. What called you? What, what made you decide, I, I want to get up and run? Because I love what you told me just a little while ago about what what you were saying. Things have to change. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it really is. It's crazy to be in a time in this country where people are sick and they're being told to go home and they're being told that we don't have a medication for you. And to me, that was unacceptable. But... Uh, more than that, my father, who's a frontline doctor, you know, three times deployed as a combat trauma surgeon with the Marine Corps, this is one of the strongest human beings you've ever seen, all right, and just a man of faith, plays in the choir at church every Sunday, all right? This man is, is you know, again, my inspiration, and so to see him get sick the way he did, and you remember, growing up with a Marine is kind of a tough thing, because the old man would always say, it's in your head, you're not sick, you're only sick if you think you're sick. Well, I saw him get sick. Mm. And in the entire time I've been on this earth, I've never seen him lay down, white, look like he, I mean, he was sick. Yeah. And I had, luckily, was fortunate enough, I did a little research and I found out about hydroxychloroquine. So right away, dad get on this, you know, we got him on it within two hours. This man went from 103.9 fever to 98. Um, chest congestion gone, wow. uh, body ache gone. As a matter of fact, he was out on our little five-acre ranch property the next morning, my mom wow. yelling at him to come back inside. But my little Italian mother, you know, not in the greatest shape, you know, hit her even worse. And I actually, her lips were turning mm-hmm. purple, her face was white. And you gotta remember, Pastor, this was back when um, everybody was going to the hospital and they weren't coming out. Remember, yeah. everybody was putting put on ventilators. They really, so uh, to say I was a little nervous, is an understatement. I'm an sure, Italian boy. Sure. This is my mom. And so I remember, you know, having to say to her in strong, very, very encouraging words, mm-hmm. Mom, you either take that right now or I'm coming over there and I'm putting it in your mouth and you're taking it. <laughs> she took it six hours later. She was better. So wow. the reason I tell you this is because uh, I then, you know, wrote a letter to the governor, dear governor, you know, he had just banned it. 
Now, if anybody's learned anything about these blue state governors, they weren't looking out for anybody's health. This guy's not the sharpest tool in the shed. He didn't ban it because he, you know, he was really worried about people. Mm. So right away, there was a sinister motive to it. And a lot of yeah. people, you know, sniffed that out right away. So I wrote him a letter, governor, reconsider this, nothing, send him information, nothing. So long and short of it is I sued him, right? Yeah. The, the, the Nevada Osteopathic Medical Association, NOMA, about 300 doctors asked me to sue him. I'm a lawyer. And so I, I filed a lawsuit and... You know, we got nowhere with it. Actually, we lost at the, you know, the, the um, TRO hearing, the temporary mm. restraining order. But what it prevented him from doing was extending his emergency regulation past July 23rd, 2020. So um, hydroxychloroquine has been available in Nevada since that time. Nice. And we've had thousands of success stories, anybody that's had access to it. But they're still, as we sit here today, they're still limiting doctors' ability to prescribe these medications. You brought up yep. Stella Emanuel. You know, as I also said, I'm director of strategy for America's Frontline Doctors, and we both have been able to provide access to these life-saving medications. And for me, that was the game changer. That was the line in the sand that these guys were playing, you know, playing a, a role that they have no business playing. It was crazy. I, at the time, I was in Southern California. We just moved from there to Houston. And uh, some of the pharmacies there, literally, droxyhydrochloroquine, I think it was it went from 25 cents or five cents a pill to like $25 a oh, yeah. pill. It, I mean, I was shocked. Price gouging. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I, I mean, they're on people about raising the price of a mask for a buck, and here they are taking these pills and making them $25. It, it's just crazy when you think 30, about it. 35 cents. The hydroxychloroquine is 35 cents a pill, give wow. or take. And, it, and what they did is the normal price range was about seven to nine bucks. Yeah. Which is, you know, insane. But again, they made it, they took a medication that's over the counter in many countries and was something that you would take here, no doctor would ever question you, and yeah. they locked it away. Uh, that's amazing to me. Actually, uh, I was reading uh, I was reading out of a journal about some of the, uh, the equator countries that, because of the mosquito population, sure. stuff like that, yeah. a lot of their people, they prescribe hydroxychloroquine for them because of uh, that. Well, and, su Sub-Saharan Africa, and Sub-Saharan African are 38 times less likely to die from coronavirus because they've, and now we're not talking a few doses, so when they tried to say hydroxychloroquine was dangerous, over 40 billion doses have been given throughout Africa, all right? Wow. There's a DOD study where 3.5 million American men and women, DOD contractors taking this without one ounce. I mean, no, no heart problem. When you're giving it to them in, a, in excessive amounts, of course. Sure. But a therapeutic dose of, of 200 to 400 milligrams a day, no issue. So it was unbelievable what they did. Yeah, no, it was, it was uh, uh, just incredible. I mean, clearly something's up. I, I don't know if you know, you know who Joe Rogan is. Of course. And Joe Rogan, how they got on him, the saying he was taking horse medicine. Same thing they did to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. How dare he? And again, when they bring up stuff like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, they forget to tell people that it actually won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2015 for its use in humans, tropical you know diseases, tropical yeah. infectious disease. So it's absolutely ludicrous. It's one of the safest medications, as Dr. Cole says, with America's Frontline Doctors, at the worst, it's a sugar pill. At best, it saves a life. Yeah. So this is not a joke. And as you, as you just said, there's something far more sinister going on. When you said, you know, how I ended up here, I truly believe it's a calling for me. And I know people say this, but, you know, I, I'm a lawyer. I have a, a successful business. I have a beautiful 11-year-old daughter who homeschools and was doing homeschool before. So I didn't need to do any of this. 
What I looked at is I said, they are, there are people doing stuff here that's wrong. And there weren't enough people with the courage to step up. And so the other thing that happened was two, two big things in Nevada. They banned hydroxychloroquine. And then the other thing that didn't make sense is the casinos were open, the dispensaries were open, the strip clubs were open, the liquor stores were open, the big stores were open, but you know what yeah. were closed? The churches. churches. Yeah. So I had, a, I had a phone call, a guy from Vegas, Pastor Jimmy Morales, okay, mm -hmm. Calverly Chapel, Lone Mountain. This is a true story. So a guy calls me up, he says, hey, there's a pastor you need to talk to. And I said, why, what's up? He says, he said, he heard you're the only one that'll sue the governor. I said, well, if that's the case, he's the only pastor I heard that will <laughs> sue the governor with me. So I called Pastor Morales and he was an amateur fighter a little bit. Yeah. So he called me up and he said, he said, hey, this is Pastor Morales. He said, I heard you, you know, you got the, you know, the whatever you want to say, the, uh, yeah. he, he used the word, he said, uh, stones will say, yeah. to, to sue the governor. I said, I heard you'd be willing to sue the governor. He said, I am. I said, let's rock and roll, brother. So yeah. we filed a lawsuit against the governor. We lost in federal district court. We took the governor to the Ninth Circuit. And on the 15th of December, this coming week, we yeah. opened all churches in Nevada 10 days before Christmas nice. by beating them with three Trump judges. Wow. So we got all the churches open in Nevada. Let me tell you something. As you know, there's a reason why they shut those churches. Sure. They did it to destroy hope. They yep. did it to destroy the people to have the, the, so the faithful couldn't go anywhere to yep. be fulfilled. Truly. Well, well truly, the, the church, I keep saying this over and over. I was just talking uh, to another fellow about it. The church right now is sitting on the bench in this fight. Yeah, they are. And, they're, and the church has been the silent majority in this fight. And I, I've been telling pastors, it's, and there's other pastors along with myself that are basically saying, it's time to get out and get in the fight. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's just getting too ridiculous. If you hear my speech, you'll hear what I do at the end. I go nuts. Because I yeah. say, you'll never close our businesses again. You'll never close our schools again. You'll never close our kids' sports again. You'll never tie our doctor's hands again. But then I say, and you'll never shut our church again. Pastors, do you hear me? Stand up, because it's time. I mean, we need all pastors to stand up against, well, this is a spiritual war. Yeah, this is 100%. I mean, these, what these people are doing is pure evil. Yeah. When you put little children in masks, and I can show you 50 studies that say they don't work and they actually do yeah. more harm. It's not, a, it's not a public health thing. It's a control thing. It's a power thing. So we have to stop this. And the churches have much more power than they think they do. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, with the numbers in the churches, Joey, this is, they try to bring this separation of church and state, but really the separation of the church and state according to our constitution, was to keep the government out, out of, of the church, church affairs. Absolutely. And it's not the reverse. Not the reverse. The, the, the pastors are the ones that fire the first shots in this the revolutionary war. This country was founded on our churches. Where exactly. do you think they all went to meet to? That's why on day one, they shut the churches. They didn't want you meeting with your people. They didn't want any of us meeting together because we would have risen up through prayer, yeah. through our faith, and that's that's why they shut them down. Well, right now, they're, 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 they're getting a very violent, uh, wake-up call the churches are and and I see a lot of them now getting into this battle yes. I mean you know it's it's one of those things brother where the Lord is saying I'm, I'm gonna do what I want to do but I got to shake my church to wake it up to get involved Absolutely. also and I, and I truly believe that's what's happening uh, I believe we're in one of the greatest battles Absolutely. for the next move of God that is ever going to be seen I, I'm gonna tell you an interesting story and I just want to hear what you think about it had a nurse come into my church right before I left California. She works for one of the largest healthcare, if not the largest healthcare. Uh, Kaiser Permanente? <laughs> yes. Because we just sued them. That's yeah. all I say. I know who it is. She, she literally 
right, was um, in the ER. And she said the majority, she, she wasn't even a Christian. She had to come to my church to repent because she felt so bad. She says the majority of the people that are coming into our ER and dying are vaccinated Absolutely, people. 100%. And she said, I, I can't hold this anymore. She said, my, my supervisors are telling me I'm not allowed to talk to my family about this. I'm not allowed to talk to my colleagues about it. I'm not allowed to talk to the other nurses about it. I, I feel like something is eating me alive on the inside. And but clearly, she's afraid. Absolutely. She said, I will not take this vaccination. I, I don't want nothing to do with it. I see what it's doing. My family, my uncle took the vaccination. He was dead at, within, a, uh, within a week and a half, two weeks later. Cousin of mine took the vaccination, got a blood clot in his heart, fell instantly after the vaccination. They find a blood clot. I'm sitting across from doctors where you're sitting right now telling me this is what this drug does, this Absolutely. vaccination. Without a doubt. I mean, let me take it a step further for you. And again, um, I love to say this, you know, when I go head to head with these guys, I am the smartest guy in the room. I'm not a doctor. I mean, outside of McCullough and, you know, these other ones who are, you know, geniuses. But at the end of the day, what is this? Th what is the simplest way to explain what this does? It destroys your broad spectrum antibodies. And I try to break it down for people. I say, look at it like this. You're watching a football game. You're watching yeah. the defense. Imagine if on the defense we pulled out you know, the middle linebacker, the strong safety, one of the cornerbacks, the free safety, and maybe one D end, yep. okay, the down lineman. And then we run a, a running play, mm -hmm. all right? Now, if, they, if those front guys don't get him, that, that guy's gone. Yeah. Well, that's what this thing does, okay? So it destroys your innate immune system. Coronaviruses have been around for, for, for you know, th tens of thousands, millions of years. Yeah. So this is nothing special. But what this vaccine is doing is it's damaging your innate immune system. Yes. So if you have any type of a, an immunity issue, if you have if you had cancer that was in remission, that's coming back. Yep. Obviously, if you're prone to any type of blood disorders, where are we seeing this the most? Pulmonary, cardiovascular. So that's what we're seeing. And these nurses, God bless them, a year ago they were heroes. A year ago, a year ago, the nurses and doctors, the healthcare providers, you know, everybody was, you know, touting them, and now they're firing them for not getting this. Why are they yeah. firing them? Because if they don't believe in this and they know what's happening, they've yeah. got to get them out, sure. because they've seen. What would you say? I mean, I've, I've, uh, we've had first responders on the show this week. We've had people from the uh, the nurses, doctors that are refusing, that are being uh, pushed around about this. What would you tell them? One is as a lawyer and two, as a, as a governor, uh, a person that's running for governor of Nevada. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that the Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. I would say to hold the line, keep the faith. This is a message of hope. We're here, we're fighting for you every day. America's frontline doctors, we're gonna be standing up clinics. You know, there are a lot of amazing people. What this, what, what they've actually forced, they've forced the hand of the Lord. And, and again, mm -hmm. I'm not here to preach with anybody. I, I just will tell you this, I've seen a transformation this year 
and people putting their trust and their hope back in, back in God. Yeah. And that's what needed to happen. And now we're moving mountains. Things that people never thought possible are starting to happen. So I say to these first responders, I say to these nurses, absolutely not. Do not compromise yourself. Do not yeah. compromise you know, what you believe, what you've seen. And, and maybe it's not in the plan for you right now. I know things might get tough. I mean, again, it's a lot easy for me to say, you know, you're not gonna feed, you'll be able to feed your family. But I'll just say this, everything's happening right now for a reason. Maybe you need to be somewhere else. We need to get another clinic. And the more people that walk, are, you're seeing what's happening. Biden's losing everywhere. Yeah. And he's gonna keep losing. I've been saying since day one, this is illegal, it's unconstitutional. Judges are waking up, why? Because they're dying. Yeah. Well, you just said, there's judges. There's judges across this country having, you know, heart attacks, you know, having blood bleed, you know, brain bleeds, having all yeah. kinds of, you know, blood clots. So I think as America wakes up, hopefully it's not too late. But my message is a message of hope. Hold the line. Help is coming. And when guys like me get in office and others, we're not only going to bring you back, but we're going to make sure that these hospital CEOs and these guys that were money motivated and didn't do what's right, they're out. And they actually should be they should be walking out in handcuffs exactly. is what should happen. I mean, there's a lot of Americans that are saying that right now, that these people need to be held accountable. Absolutely. At, at, at Fauci. There's, there's no way, Fauci Joey, should be in prison. Yeah, there's no way that these guys can literally say that they don't know what's going on. They know. They get the statistics. They get the number. I mean, can you imagine of a, of a, of a, a, a crack dealer that has been indicted, you know what? three, four, five times is sitting yeah. around telling you, I don't know nothing about crack. I mean, come on. Well, you're please. talking about companies that have paid out billions of dollars. They're criminal enterprises. They've been that way. They, they know exactly what they're doing. Fauci hid hydroxychloroquine. He's got a paper, a Virology Today article, okay, 2005, where he says chloroquine is a potent inhibitor of the SARS coronavirus infection and spread. He refers to it as a vaccine, then he hides it. What these guys did was criminal. They knew what they were doing. It was all to usher this out. And again, I believe 100% it's a population control device. Um, no matter how you look at it, I, it, I it, it truly too. is because again, you know, the Japanese scientists under a similar you know, uh, mechanism that we have here, like a FOIA, yeah. they're able to find out biomechanically where this, where this uh, spike protein is moving. Yeah. And they found overwhelmingly it's settling in the ovaries and in the testes and in the heart, and it, that's where in the in the in the you know major organs. Yeah. So again, this is not crossing the blood-brain barrier. They they know all of this. We've never had this before. Sure. So it's obviously being used for something more, more, much more different than preventing the infection or transmission. Because one last thing I'll say is, in the paperwork itself, to apply for an emergency youth authorization, it says quite clearly, does not prevent infection or transmission. At best, it may reduce symptoms. Wow. It, it, I actually was reading an article where it basically said that it's it's a test drug. It's not even, uh, it's not even, well, you know it's not legitimate. We know it hasn't been approved. It hasn't been approved it's yet. It's just, it's in the, in the testing, which is crazy to me. How well, they we're actually it. the test, unfortunately. Exactly. And, and uh, we're the lab rats at this point, right, Joey? Um, America Frontline Doctors. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. The information you just gave me, because I mean, as I'm talking to you here, I know I know you're running for governor, but you're giving, a, people love this stuff. Well, you know, listen, my platform is the American Frontline Doctors platform. I'm here to serve. And right now, service needs to be done. There's, there's three, four, five things probably that are the top of people's minds across this country. Election integrity, the COVID insanity, our schools with the indoctrination and the critical race theory garbage, teaching kids how to be victims instead of victorious. And then we've got a law enforcement criminal issue that's also kind of dovetailed with, with immigration. Right, yeah. we have th hundreds of thousands of people pouring over our border. 
Meanwhile, we can't feed our own, we can't clothe our own, we can't take out care of our own. So this whole thing has just been, you know, compounded. And so the American Frontline Doctors' message and mission is to provide, you know, the truthful information, you know, to be a source of information. And again, don't take what I'm saying, you know, you know, go research it. But we want people to be able to trust and verify off AFLDS.org. And we suggest that everybody goes on there because you're not going to see uh, what's on AFLDS out in the mainstream media. So people need to get informed. They need to go on AFLDS.org, sign up for the newsletter. It's free. If you want to donate, yeah. donate. But get the information so that you can have the knowledge to combat this insanity. And that's what this is all about. You know, uh, I, I really think uh, not only in your campaign here as running for governor of Nevada, you're really hitting a nerve. Because I'm, I'm hearing this all the time, and to see how informed you are, Joey, about this stuff, really, for me, it says something. Because you know, I look at you, and I think, you know what, he's fine. We finally were getting guys in that are hearing what the people are saying. Absolutely. And, and I've, I've, I have interviewed person after person after person here that's like, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take this. I'm not gonna do this. No, I, I don't want nothing to do with it. Right. And finally, politicians are standing up and saying, you can't do this. You're infringing on our constitutional rights. You're infringing on the law of this land. Well, the politicians are all owned. Yeah. And I'll just say this, there's there's two people I'm serving. And as you know, one is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's who's calling yeah. the shots, and it's the people. I'm not in this for anything else. I don't need any more friends. I don't need more business partners. I'm, I'm good. If I don't do another thing today, I'm, I'm fine. People that know me know that I've done I've done very well. I'm doing very well. This is 100% about the people, but taking it a step further, it's about the children. Amen. I want my daughter to go. I have an 11-year-old daughter. She is my world. She's my priority. I had all these kids at my house last year for homeschooling. I had 10 of these little suckers eating me out of house and home yeah. on the trampoline every day. I'm going to Costco twice a week. You want to know what I didn't see them? Sick. Amen. Not once were they sick. Right? If they had a runny nose, I was like, get out, get out, go play with each other, get each other sick. Because if you remember, when we were younger, you know, I, I, my father would say to me, son, you're either so sick, you have to stay in bed all day, or you're not that sick and you can do stuff around the house. So you went to school sick, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and now we've created an entire generation of, of kids scared of their shadow, walking around after school with that mask on, staring at their phone. So we have a lot of work to do. But again, it starts with a message of hope, spreading the truth, and providing people with tools resources to do for themselves. We can't do for everybody, but we can tell people to go on America's Frontline Doctors, get the information they need, get the medical exemptions they need, get the religious exemptions they need, get the medication they should all have in their in their medicine cabinet, because this thing ain't over. They're yeah. gonna roll it, you know, variant after variant out. They're gonna keep trying to scare people, and this is how we fight back. Well, now that you bring that out, what, I, I got a good question to ask you. Senate voted two days ago that the Biden administration mandates Basically, they had to shut him down. What do you see happening out of that? Listen, um, Joe Biden, you know, Brandon, as we call him, is is in for a, a rude awakening. You know, let me tell you something. You know, a lot of these guys... Well, I mean, Democrats are... Obviously, for that to pass through Senate... Sure. Democrats are now starting to, to distance themselves. It's not... It's, it's, it's that. Some of them are, are also seen... You know, let me back up. The most powerful lobby in our government is Big Pharma. They own everybody. All right, they own everybody. Isn't it funny that if you're a car manufacturer and someone gets into an accident and the brakes fail, you can sue that, that manufacturer, right? Yep. And then what happens? They pay out, they make better brakes. Mm -hmm. This is the only industry where they can make a product that's so deadly and so dangerous, but there's no liability. You can't sue them. And who gave Big Pharma immunity? The Congress. 
who's giving the most money to Congress? Big Pharma. So you could see what's happening here. And so again, you're finally starting to see some people, it's just the stories are coming too close to home. They've got, you know, representatives have people that are dying, having heart attacks, having blood clots. So we're starting to see a little changeover and there's cracking. Because everyone's joining together, there's now cracks in the arm of Big Pharma. We're about to crack through on a lot of these fronts. And once that happens, we're gonna take this whole system down. Amen, I'm with you there, brother. Uh, very serious question. You were a boxer, fighter. Anybody ever tell you you look like Rocky Marciano? Many times, <laughs> many times. You know, I, when you first came over, I said, I like this guy for some reason, and then I found out why. It's the nose that's been broken, you know, 14 You're fractures. You're it's Italian. 100%. <laughs> so I'm adopted by my stepfather, Dr. Amen. Gilbert. Otherwise, I'm Joey Shermani, Giuseppe Salvatore Garamonte. Wow. And so for politics, much better, you know, yeah. Joey, Joey Gilbert. But no, I'm, yes, I'm Italian boy, uh, fighter, and I had an awesome career. I was a three-time national champ, four-time All-American, won the Golden Gloves in 2000. Amen. Then I turned pro, and believe it or not, I was on Sylvester Stallone's show, The Contender, okay. in 2004, yeah. and that shot us up in exposure. Major, you know, I won the WBO, NABO belt. Mm. The WBC, USNBC belt was ranked number three in the world by the WBO, number seven in the world by the WBC. And that was a tremendous ride. I retired in 2011 to practice law full-time. My daughter was a year old. And I just thought, you know what, I've had a run. I'm gonna I'm retire with my, my brain intact. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did. And then, you know, now here I am. It's not surprising to me though, to find myself, because I gotta be honest with you, I love, I thrive in animosity. You know, all this other stuff, you know, press, you know, guys attacking me, it's a joke. Because once you're standing across the ring for someone that literally wants to, you know, to knock you yeah. out, you know, going up Very against no someone in a debate yeah. or a judge getting, you know, cross with you is nothing. And, and the, you know, a father that's a, you know, once a Marine, always a Marine. I grew up with that different, you know, background. On Friday night, I come home from school. My father would say, son, is this done? Yes or no? If I said no, but son, stop right there. Don't need a history report. Cancel your Friday night. So I'm very matter of fact. I understand what a mission I'm on right now. And this mission, again, is to awaken the American people, to bring them back under God, to bring them back into the Lord, again, because that's how we beat this. Mm -hmm. If we unite together, you know, what, as, as General Flynn says all the time, and I've got General Flynn's endorsement, one, one nation under God, go back to that mindset and work with each other, serve each other. We're gonna bust through this thing. I, I believe you there, Joey. Uh, Brother, it's been a, a pleasure having you. Thank I want to do some more stuff with you. I want to help. Would love it. I, you know, help you. We know churches over in Las Vegas. I got Hispanic church uh, friends of mine that we, radio. We're well, gonna, one we're thing you can share with them too is I think that it's funny is because people think they're going to get someone over here who's going to talk politics. We haven't mm -hmm. said a word about politics this entire time. Yeah. I don't have a political message. I have a motiv motivational message for the people about yeah. coming back, like I said, to faith. Because again, as you know, probably know, only 25% of, of Christians, of the faithful, have been voting. Why? I can understand why. They're disenfranchised. Yeah. You know, sometimes things our president did, President Trump, you know, turned some people off. But I got three sisters, an Italian mother. I know what not to say. You know, at the same time, like I said, I'm empowering these folks to come back in. Amen. Because again, you want to see these elections change? Christians of this nation can change this election forever if we step up. Amen. You know, Joey... The Lord chose the right person for this job with you, brother. You're a fighter, and that's what Thank we you. need right now is fighters. Absolutely. Listen out there, Joey Gilbert, if you want to get in contact with his, how, how can they get in contact directly with your, uh, the campaign? your campaign? Just go to Gilbert for Governor. It's all spelled out, nice. G-I-L-B-E-R-T-F-O-R, Governor, GilbertforGovernor.com. And listen, you know, I have to say this all the time. Anybody that's listening, you know, we need people to register as Republicans. 
okay, and vote because there's a lot of states around this country where if you're not registered as a Republican, you can't vote in the primary. And we got to get rid of these rhinos, these yeah. establishment, these bad people, as you just said, these people that are still on the dole being paid by Big Pharma, they got to go. Yeah. We got to bounce them out. And again, yeah. any little amount helps. You've got to donate to the right people. But let me leave you with this last message. This is the message people need to use when they're looking at candidates. Mm -hmm. There's four criteria. Did they censor the truth? Did they peddle the fear? Did they play the game? And did they mandate anything? Now, if they censored the truth on election integrity, or they played, you know, difference on, on the COVID, COVID was more deadly, you had to stay yeah. in a mask, the lockdowns work. Peddle the fear is there's no treatment, okay? You know, go home and just sit at home, you know, type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Play the game is did they wear the double mask? We had, we had Democrat allies, you know, as we used to call them. They're not even allies anymore. But on camera, they got two masks on. As soon as they walk behind two closed doors, masks are off, high fives. They're doing drinks and stuff with people. Yeah. Censor the truth, peddle the fear, play the game. And if they're mandating anything anywhere, listen, this is America, freedom of choice. You yeah. want to take it, take it. You want to you want to sit at home and sit up, but do not mandate anybody. This this cannot happen. So those four things. That's a litmus test. You have candidates are asking for your vote. If they don't meet those requirements, don't give them a penny, and don't let them back in office. Amen, brother. Talking to Joey Gilbert, Hallelujah, the next governor of Nevada. I want to thank all of our listeners out there, the Voice of Healing Radio. Listen, doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter what part of the world you're from. Let's get behind this guy. And, and let's help them because we need this type of mentality in our government. We need to get back to the foundations of this country, Christianity. We need to get out of our churches for those pastors that are out there, especially the ones that I know in Nevada. It's time for you to get off. Hallelujah, the pew and get into the politics. And uh, that's what we we're called to do. God bless you. We'll speak to you tomorrow on Voice of Healing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.